God is using you and the gifts and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is flowing through your life and lives are being blessed that that is not the test that you are walking right with God. Isaiah realized that he needed to upgrade his work with God. Lord, I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell among unclean people. Before he was prophesied, come to the Lord. He will cleanse you. 
Though your sins be as red as crimson. It's chapter 2. You find it there. They'll be white as snow. He was speaking to them. Not knowing the very lips that were declaring that word. Needed a cleansing. Until the master opened his eyes. And he saw himself. And he wept. And he said, I am undone. Today, I've been uncovered. My nakedness is exposed to me. What I sealed has been broken forth. Now I see me. And he said, Lord, I am a man of unclean lips. Though I stand to prophesy to men, I am a man of unclean lips. Though I lead thousands and thousands, Lord, I am a man of unclean lips. Though I am revered and feared, Lord, I am a man of unclean lips. I need help. I'm not any different from these men. Don't hide behind the anointing. Don't hide behind the gifts of the Spirit. Don't hide behind your generosity. Don't hide behind I don't know what you are hiding behind. But you know it that you know it. You need a cleansing. You need a fire to touch your soul. You need the fire from the presence of God to touch your lips. It's not about what people think of you. It's not about what men say of you. This is the fallacy of this generation. When you start dancing to the songs of men and begin to take in their hand clubs, yet you know where you stand. You're setting up yourself for what you will never like in this life. Tonight the Holy Spirit is calling our attention. Housewife, husband, whoever you are, in your respective vocation, are your lips unclean and you know and you're speaking to the unclean people as though you're clean Paul warns us in the book of Romans you say don't steal do you steal you say don't lie do you lie you say don't commit adultery do you commit adultery you say don't fornicate. Do you fornicate? You can take the list as long as far as you want it. Does your telling men not to do the wrong thing excuses your wrong performance? No. But you see, the enemy can place you into that place of deception. That you are practicing the very thing you are preaching against. And your preaching doesn't give you immunity, brother and sister. God is gracious enough to hide your nakedness. He's gracious enough to hide that practice that you have insisted on behind the scene. Expecting you as he gives you a grace period to find a place in him like Isaiah cried and said, Lord, touch my lips. Your case may not be your lips. You know better. But Isaiah could not progress beyond chapter number 6. And many of us, leave Romana, it will be impossible for us to progress to the next level that the Holy Spirit has ordained us to walk into until certain things in our lives have been put right. You must be hungry and desperate enough, tired enough to break rank with all those things that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you. He has been revealing to you. Yes, He has. Many of you listen to me that there are things the Holy Spirit has been telling you to let go. And you have been holding on to. And God has been patient. And is still patient. 
But let me tell you, the Bible says that don't take the patience of God for God's approval for what you're doing. God's silence on an issue that you know is not right is not Lekrama, a sign of his approval. It is his mercy trying to give you an opportunity to find a place of returning to the ancient path. Tonight, hear the voice of the Master. You may not be in those what we call the big sins, but some of us, we carry desires that don't honor God. Some of us, we carry attitudes that doesn't honor God. Some of us, we have been harboring anger, bitterness, jealousy, pride, greed, all these things that men don't see and they're hidden within our hearts. These are insulators. These are impediments. These are resistors. They stand as a roadblock for the flow of God's blessing into your life and through your life. There is much more that God wants to do with you and through you and me. There is always another level. You can never arrive. You can never pick in God. There is always more you can step into. But there are things that will blind us from seeing God as we ought to and makes us think that we have arrived. Thank God that Uzziah died. And Isaiah was able to see a dimension of glory that his heart began to yearn for, that made him to cry and say, Lord, please cleanse me that I may reach that place. Tonight, I'm speaking to you, my sister, my brother, Mr. Minister, Mr. House Husband, whoever you are, CEO, businessman. How long are you going to hold on that which the Holy Spirit is saying? Please, cut it off. When the call of God came to Abraham, to whom the Bible commands to look to, the Bible says, and the word of the Lord that had come to Abraham. Chapter 12 is not what is not where God began with Abraham. God began with Abraham before chapter 12. According to the book of Acts, chapter number 7, the Bible says, And the glory of the Lord appeared to Abraham when he was still in Mesopotamia. In the land, he began a journey with his father. And the Bible says, when he reached Haran, they settled there. His father died there. And God's voice came again, say, Abraham, please, recall Omaha Leave your father's house. Cut rank with your family. Get out of this nation. There is a place I want to show you. But I cannot show you if you are still carrying this weight of your father's house. Your family. There are things you desire to see. There are places you want to step in. Your desire, your praying, your fasting will never take you to that place or open you up to that place until you cut cord with what God is saying. When Abraham got out of his father's house, left his family, he got out of the comfort zone, he got out of the familiar zone, he got out of the place of security. These are the three places most of us love. We want to stay in the familiar zone because it is predictable. We want to play in a place of security because we know we are safe. We want to hang around in a place that we are used to. And God is saying now, get out of that space of you feel so secure that your eyes are no longer on me. Get out of that place where you are familiar with everything. 
that you don't even have to use your faith because you have mastered your way around. You no longer walk by faith, though you claim you walk by faith. Now you have mastered your way. You know which button to press. You have developed a formula to survive it. And God said, get out of that place. Get out of that place. And Abraham moved away from that place. The place of comfort. There, it's comfortable here. And God began to push him. He said, if you're going to step into that place, which I've called you to step into, if you're going to see the wonders I've ordained for your life, you've got to leave comfort zone. You've got to leave the familiar zone. You've got to leave the place of security. When you leave these three realms, do you know what happened to you? You are forced to depend on God. All of a sudden, your security is no longer there. God becomes your security. All over, there is no more comfort. God becomes your comfort. You no longer know anything. God becomes the only person you know. So your eyes is off. Do you know why Isaiah had become comfortable in the palace? He was comfortable because Uzziah was there to provide protection. Uzziah was there. He was sleeping. You know, the best bed. He was the king's right hand man. The supply of food was there. So Isaiah was in a comfortable place. A secure place. But when what he trusted in, when what brought him security, when what brought him comfort was taken away, his eyes were open and he saw what he had never seen before. And he cried to God. I didn't know I was like these people I used to preach to. I didn't know I was like these people I prophesied. I thought I was above them. Lord, touch my lips. If you're a student of the Bible, from chapter number 6 onwards, the ministry of Isaiah took on a different tangent altogether. The man began to fly. Los Tonight, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And humble yourself, my brother. Humble yourself, my sister. What men have been calling you that you found comforting. Some of you, your security has become your bank account, your godfather, your godmother. You've lived in a familiar zone. When you have a need, you pick a phone call. Just three phone calls and you're okay. Somehow, somewhere, you tell us God is your strength, but God is no longer your strength. You say, God is your comfort, but He's not. Men have taken the place of God in your life. Things have taken the place of God in your life. Titles have taken the place of God in your life. Though your mouth may confess them, but you know your heart has departed from that place. Abraham, get out of your father's house. Get out of your family. Leave your family. Get out of your country. And I'll show you there is a land you have never walked in. Church. There is much more God wants to do with you. Through you. Remember one thing. Behind you. There are destinies that are tied to your obedience. Your obedience. Your answer, your response positive to the voice and the call of God is the response of thousands who are waiting on you. You are not by yourself. There are things we now do not for us because there is a generation looking up to you. We stop living selfishly. We stop living for ourselves. Our consecration is an answer to men behind us. Tonight, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
Die Koromanda Lakaba. And Abraham walked. And the Bible says, he lifted his eyes. No, every stage, every stage, God put him there. And when you arrive at that place, he raised a tabernacle. I raised rather an altar. And the Bible says, he called on the name of the Lord. Ah, now Abraham has no one to lean on but God. He's in the midst of the strangers. Canaanites are everywhere. This only defense is God. No wonder Abraham is called the father of faith. And to every seeker of God, everyone who really claims they love God and they want to go after God, Abraham becomes our case study. Tonight, ask the Holy Spirit to help you walk away from the things, from the people, from the habits, from the places that you know God has been speaking to you all this time. Walk away, my brother. Walk away, my sister. Mr. Preacher Man, Whatever you engage in behind the pulpit, and you know it in your spirit, it's not right. But God is still using you. The mercies of God still permits you to flow in that anointing, to flow in that gift. But the day comes when God withdraws His hand. You don't want to go through that shame. No. Is a call to a life of consecration. And with consecration, you never arrive. It is always from glory to glory. Paul tells us in Hebrews, putting away every weight, every weight and the sins that easily besets us. Long Rama. It is time to get serious. Be determined to walk that journey called the highway of holiness. Jesus has become our sanctification. The Bible says, what is sanctification? The Bible says he has called us. Sanctification is the process where our soul every day finds alignment with the will and the purpose of God. That every day, every day, our soul comes into much more accurate place of harmony with the will of the Father so that the Spirit of God can find free expression through our lives. How much of God who dwells in your spirit finds manifestation through your life? The key is that alignment in the soul which is tied to a life of sanctification. And there are things the Holy Spirit will tell you to drop. There are people the Holy Spirit will tell you to stay away from. What are the movies you're watching? What are the programs you're paying attention that has become a hindrance to the voice of God? Am I against entertainment? No. But if your entertainment has come between you and the Holy Spirit, then idolatry is being practiced. Lose your mangrama. How much time do you spend? Likrabodama has said about whatever you're doing. Lisha toku bradele katama. How much of what you see, how much of what you hear builds your spirit, pushes you towards intimacy with God. This is how. Let me tell you the moment you decide to walk with God. Is a separation that will come in your life. The day Abraham answered the call of God, a life of separation began. You cannot eat your cake, as the wise people say, and have it. If you want to walk with the master, I don't care who you are, pastor, prophet, believer, teacher. 
If you want to walk with God and have relevance in this life and impact people's life, a walk with the Master will call you to a place of separation. You'll have to separate from some people. You'll have to separate from certain things, from certain habits, so that the Holy Spirit can take you as a vessel in His hand and have lives of men change through you. Tonight, hear the call of the Spirit. Jesus speaks to this little young man. The Bible says the young rich ruler. And he loved God, the Bible says. He kept all the commandments. But Jesus saw something that had held his heart. And he said, young man, sell everything and come and follow me. These are among the few people Jesus asked personally to follow him. This is one of the young men. And the Bible says he could not separate himself from the wealth he has acquired. Some of us, maybe that's a reason why some of us are still praising the Lord or still clapping our hands because there's something we're holding on to that looks like advantage. Yet these are the very things that are stopping us from experiencing the greater things in God. Is wealth wrong? I haven't said that. But when wealth has a man, it becomes wrong. Is entertainment wrong? No. But when entertainment begins to have you and contravenes the principles of God's word, then it becomes a hindrance. One time, listen to me, thank you Holy Spirit. The Lord tells Moses when the children of Israel were walking in disobedience, and they were murmuring, grumbling. And God was so angry. And he sent serpents. And serpents began to bite them. And God told Moses, after the children of Israel cried and said, Lord, please have mercy. And God told Moses, raise a pole on it, put a bronzen serpent. That whosoever shall look at the bronzen serpent shall be healed. Do you know that years later on in the book of Kings, the children of Israel began worshipping the present pole that Moses raised. In fact, it is called Nehushtan. What brought healing to them became a God to a generation afterwards. That one of the king of Israel had to cut down that pole that once brought them healing because he had become an idol. What helped them turn to become an idol? This is what we get it wrong many times. Some of us, this is where we have arrived. That's why the Bible says, Your eyes. On Jesus only. Take your eyes off everything. Place it on Jesus. Jesus is the focus. Jesus is the attention. Jesus is the reason. Jesus is the center. Becomes it all. Of your business. Of your marriage. Of your ministry. When Jesus is the center of all these things. Me, I cease to be. I disappear. All these challenges we see today in the body of Christ, in our personal life, because men have not allowed Jesus to be the center of everything. Brothers and sisters, a life of consecration cuts off ambition. A man who has died has no ambition. You lose ambition. You have nothing of your own. All you have is God. When Isaiah saw the Lord, he said, Lord, can you imagine? God asked the question, Whom shall I send? And Isaiah said, Here, sir. That vision killed his personal ambition. He released himself into the arms of God. Yet Isaiah was walking with God. What am I saying tonight? Sanctification is a process. 
you move to a higher level of sanctification as you yield to the Spirit of God in obedience to what He tells you to walk away from. This young man failed an invitation that was given to him, personal invitation by Jesus, because his health, his wealth held him. Who is holding you back? Some of you is your girlfriend. The Lord is telling you, leave that girlfriend, leave that boyfriend, and you're holding on to And that is the Nehushtan, the present serpent raised by Moses that is failing you from reaching your place. You say, but pastor, she has helped me. Pastor, he has helped me. Who is more important in your life? God or him? God or her? Time comes, you decide. But let me tell you, when you make up your mind to obey the Holy Spirit, every step of obedience you take has a reward attached to it. God will never tell you to leave a people, to leave a place, to leave something, unless there's something better and greater and more powerful He has for you. Because the Father, tonight I've said much, but listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is telling us tonight. Pay attention to the things the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you. I may not come for everyone here, but there's someone tonight over this airwave. You have come to pray. The Lord has been speaking to you. Depart from this place. It shall destroy you. And you are still stuck there. The Lord says, leave this place. And you're holding on. Because you have become familiar, you have become comfortable, and you become secure. You have found a God in that person. You have found a God in that place. Yet you know, there is a strong cry in your heart to leave that place. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you tonight. Walk away. Let go. Yeah. It is painful. It may not be easy. You can have to do it with tears. But let me tell you, Rikoloma, where you're going, is better than where you're living. What you're living is less compared to what you're going to. God is a father. May these words I've said strengthen your resolve to obey God. Lishamuram, sometime you have to appear like a loser to become a winner. In this kingdom, sometimes you have to appear like a fool. Then you shall be celebrated as the wisest man. This is how this kingdom works. If you want to walk with God, you have to die to the clappers of men, to the songs of men, and stick to the voice of the master. Men may say it is there, it is right, and God is saying it's wrong. Men may say you have arrived and God say you have just started. May the words the Holy Spirit has given to us encourage us to take a step in the right direction. Tonight by the grace of God, not by mine, may the Holy Spirit help you to obey Him. The one spirit I pray tonight to come upon you is the spirit of the fear of God. The spirit that encourages obedience. Like Paul says in Romans chapter 1, receive grace for obedience. Grace to obey the Holy Spirit at all costs. At all costs. Listen, as we pray the next few minutes, you never lose. You never lose obeying the instruction of God. You'll always win. Just like I say, you may appear like a loser. You may appear like a fool, but when the dust has settled, people will look at you and say, My goodness, she made the right decision. He made the right move. The ways of God are not like the ways of men. The Bible says, There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is, is death. Don't run with that. Lujika manaba. God's way 
are better. I say God's ways are better. Embrace His instruction. It may be difficult. It may be hard. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, you will thank God you obeyed the Holy Spirit. You will thank God you obeyed God. He is a Father. He loves us. He cares about us. Lo shatore magadama. Peleku randostema. Lekatamanama. Lu gromana. Tonight, cry to Him. Say, Lord, help me to obey You. Lord, help me to let go. Lord, help me to break rank with whatever You want me to. Eternal Father, I present before You Your sons and daughters. We have come before the altar of consecration. The altar of transformation. Lord, you said it in your word. So here we are. We have come. We lay our all in your presence. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Lord, everything, our advantages, our disadvantages, we place it all on the altar tonight. For one thing, for your glory. For one thing, for your own. Eternal Father, this is not about me. It's not about us. Lord, whatever is in me, whatever is of me, that is not bringing my Father honor to the great I am today, cut it off. I cry for a circumcision of habits, a circumcision of bias, thoughts, a circumcision, Lord, of inclination that is not consistent with the will of the Father in my life. Lord, however painful it is, however difficult it is, do it. I've made up my mind, Lord. I'd rather please God than please men. These were the words of your servant in the book of us. Father, so here we are. Give us a grace tonight. Give us a grace to run with the voice of the Holy Spirit. Give us a grace to walk with the will of the Master. Master, enough is enough. Like you spoke through your servant, this place is corrupted. This place is dying. This place, my Father, has become vile. It shall destroy us. Father, I cry. Places, people that, Lord, you are telling us to run away, walk away from. Lord, I pray for the strength. We pray for the strength to depart, to depart, to depart and go, Lord, to that place you have shown us. Lord, everyone in the prayer line, Tonight, King of Glory, Father, many of us who are in love, my King of Glory, Rosando Lama, Lord, things that don't bring honor to your name, I cry to you tonight. Jesus, you said in your word, My Father is the vine dresser. I am the vine, you are the branches. Any branch in me that bears fruit, I will prune. Take your pruning knife, prune us. Cut off the excesses that we are carrying into ministry, that we are carrying into our families, that we are carrying into relationships. Cut off the excesses. We give you permission. Lord, you know them. Some of the things even we are not aware of. But these sons, these daughters, we give you permission. Oh Lord, we are determined by the grace of God to walk a life that pleases you. That's why we have come tonight, Jehovah God. Feelings, ideas, pleasures, inclination, Lord. Lord, whatever we have been holding on to, that the Holy Spirit has been saying, let go. Lord, I cry, help us. Let us flow. The forgiveness, you are crying, Lord. We release men that we have held bound in our hearts for years. We cut off that cord tonight. Lord, we let go of the short temper. Lord, we let go of the anger. Lord, we let go of the lust. Lord, we let go of the greed. Lord, we let go of the pride. Lord, we let go of the jealousy. Lord, we let go of the envy. Lord, we let go, my Father. Oh, receive the rembrugula tilicado morta, ma. The better than thou attitude. Holy Spirit, Lisambro Guru Regalama, E Kura Mandolama, Pelecuja Mandorama. You say it in your word, Here comes one after me by John the Baptist. Not only will you baptize with the Holy Spirit, but with fire. 
they refine us fire. Lord, refine our soul. Burn every church within us. Burn every church. Lord, let the vile leave our soul. Let the vile leave our soul. Let the vile leave our soul. Father, whatever represents resistance, Lord, impediments, Lord God, recommando la hasama in our soul to the Holy Spirit. Let the fire of cleansing consume it. Lord, you said in Isaiah, I will purify them with the fire of judgment. Lord, purify the soul. Purify the soul. Lord Jesus, let Roma until we are meet for the master's use. Lord Rasembro Gora Catolema. This is the night. Let it all Lekariendo Roma Sendo La Caraba. Romano Hoshata La Caraba. Le Prayando Rogoro do la Madara. Ilero Santo Roko Karamblena Holy Spirit, make a long Romana. Oh, no man can change himself. That's why we lift our hands in surrender. Lord, I pray, Rosando Lama, Sando Laka, you are the potter, Lord. Rokalama, reward this vessel of clay. We want to be vessels of honor. We want to be noble vessels in your house. Vessels for special use. Lord, that's why we cry for a cleansing. A cleansing from every film. A cleansing, my Father, from every form. Recall of sin. Purify the soul. 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 Your church, your body, Lord. Losado Rikalama. Lokuru Rata Sadam. Marakuru Sadam. Purify my heart. Lance me from all sin. And make me holy, purify my heart, cleanse me from all sin, deep within, refine us by my heart's one desire.
platforms that is facebook slash forward pastor ben ochola on our twitter handle at pastor ben ochola on our youtube youtube slash forward pastor ben ochola god richly bless you